And we are live. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 95 of Checkpoint, brought to you by Strictly Casual, your number one show rounding up all the hottest gaming news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about. I'm one of your hosts, Vincent DeSantis, today joined by James Walmer, and we are... It's just... It's James, I wish we were in person doing this. I really, really do. Yeah. Well, initially, when we were talking about trying to fit this into our schedule, I was like, okay, Vin, what if we just do... Like, wait till Friday, mm. and we do a little in-person episode. It'd be great. I feel like it would just be a little stressful to, like, put together, though, right away. It, would, it was super stressful. That's why I said, wait, never mind. Yeah, I, I think we're doing the right thing. But I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Audio listeners, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash strictly casual. Please hit us with a rating on audio platforms. It helps us out a lot. And if you subscribe on YouTube, that also helps us out. But... We have a new little thing too. If you want to go the extra mile, we have memberships for the channel now, which is $2 a month. You can support us there. And that's going to give you access to the entire video podcast. If you're not a member, you're only going to have access to a segment of the podcast that we record, which is like one of our top headlines that we put out. Um, it's a it's a huge thing. I'm totally willing to have a conversation with anybody that wants to know why we do that. But you can also listen to the audio platform or on audio platforms for completely free. That's never, we're never going to charge you for that. That's always going to be there. So that's that. This episode's brought to you by Manscaped, but we'll talk to you about that later. James, how are we doing, and what have you been playing this week? I know I know, we're on a little bit of time crunch today, so we're going to be kind of going a little bit fast through some of this stuff. But what you playing? Sounds good. Honestly, I've been moving in this whole week, getting situated with my classes. haven't had a lot of time to set up. I just got my PC set up last night before we set up this uh, the the scene and everything for this today. Yeah. So play a little bit of Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, yeah. That's about it. Cool. Amazing. Uh, I've played like six hours of Final Fantasy VII since the last time we talked, and I'm absolutely and you love it. You're eating. I am in love. It's not only just like the fun of the combat because I think the combat's super fun and chaining the attacks and the moves from all the characters in the party, like leveling up weapons with different material. Like that's all great, but just the moment to moment like quirks that each character has. I'm like, that was great. This is so good. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I just love it. I love it. I, I'm all about it. It's super, super fun. I, I, I'm going to give a minute to talk about Deep Rock Galactic. Vin, I'm glad yeah. you're having fun with Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I wish I wasn't such a dumbass and skipped over the PlayStation Plus monthly deal because hey. I thought they were never going to allow you to upgrade from it, but turns out PlayStation decided otherwise. Deep Rock Galactic is a game-ass game, and I absolutely love it for it. Sure. For example, one of the missions, you have to build these refineries, and you have to build pipes going from each of these refineries cool. to the central one. I haven't had to do that yet. It's so much fun because you're going around you have to figure out how to connect these pipes and how to mine around to like get them to go in the most efficient paths possible. Yeah. But the thing that I noticed, I was having fun. I'm like, oh, what if you could like grind on the rails like in Ratchet and Clank? And then you notice there's a button prompt and you can literally grind on the rails. And just and so you can go go fast between. Yeah. So you can go fast in between them. It's great. It's just a game ass game. Okay. Dude. And have you played that with friends? You jumped in there with I played with one friend. Okay, sick. One, yeah. It would yeah. be absolutely more fun with multiple people, but I'm having a satisfactory time okay. with one other friend. We're going to get four in there. I've only played with three yeah. before, and it was great because we were all able to do different classes. And like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I built like ramps that are not ramps, but like platforms people platforms. could jump on. And then uh, I have a turret also. Someone else had different things. I was like, it's just... It's tons of fun. I love it, dude. Yeah. It's one of those games that just creates like social experiences where yeah. I would create a platform for my buddy baby, like 
dog, that is way too high. I'm like, no, you can get to it. Just, just jump. And, he's, and then he jumps and then he falls and he dies. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, I can't get you now. Like, we're about to leave. The drill is here. He's exactly. like, you asshole. Uh-huh. You know? Leave him for dead. Just leave him in the yeah. dust. Had to happen. It's been pretty cool. I'm excited. But mm-hmm. first up on the news, we got a, we got a lot of this is like big stories to me. Horizon Forbidden West has reportedly leaked a month before it's released. Like what the crap? Literally comes out uh, February 12th or something. I think yeah. week before um, uh, Elden Ring. Okay. Horizon Forbidden West is one of the biggest PlayStation exclusives of the year. Just, oh, this is from Engadget. Over a month before the action RPG arrives, oh, February 18th, it appears an unfinished version of the game has leaked. According to Video Games Chronicle, the build includes the main Horizon Forbidden West content, although some art assets are missing. Screenshots and video of what's uh, said to be the PS4 version of the game emerges on social media on Monday, and many of those were later taken down from Twitter due to reports submitted by the copyright holder, which suggests the leak is legit. Um, real quick, very excited to see the comparison between PS4 and PS5 of this game because mm-hmm. I, I hope it's a vast difference. I'm hoping the PS5 version is like so much better than the PS4 version. Yeah, because I I don't if that gap is low, that means they're holding back on the PS5 side. You exactly, know? but I also hope it's good enough. Like I hope it's totally not unplayable on PlayStation. Absolutely, 4. I'm not asking for that. I don't want a cyberpunk thing. I just don't want that at all. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Though it appears Sony Interactive Entertainment has clamped down on the leaks and the build doesn't seem to have popped up on file sharing sites, it's bound to be another frustrating incident for the company. Months before The Last of Us 2 was released, a large portion of the game, including cutscenes with major story spoilers, leaked online. So if you're one of the many Horizon Zero Dawn fans looking forward to the sequel, it is best to tread carefully on the internet for the next month or so. It might be worth muting certain keywords related to Horizon Forbidden West on social media. Um, Our last, our episode with the last of us two leaks was our best checkpoint episode to date and that was over that was over a year ago it's crazy yeah you mean it did the best it did the best we talked about assassin's creed valhalla and last of us two leaks oh yeah and it popped off for absolutely no reason it was very cool yeah i have no idea why Um, the search engine loved us vincent yeah have you gotten horizon forbidden west leaked for you no has any of it been spoiled no has it for you neither is it for me no yeah, I didn't even know it did leak until I read about it, or people were posting yeah. that it happened. But I think we're pretty safe. It seems like they did a good cleanup. Last of Us 2, I was a little more worried because I, I had seen some stuff that would be leaked if I did pay attention to it. So Yeah. Also, Last of Us leaks seem a little more consequential than Horizon yeah. Forbidden West leaks. Also, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't know how, like, um, invested people are in the right. storyline of Horizon. Dude. But for me, it's... If I saw a story leak of Horizon Forbidden West, I wouldn't think too much of it. But that's, that's the thing. not the case for some people. Dude, I was talking to some people that this is their most anticipated game like ever. They've never been more excited for a game than the sequel to Horizon. I just don't get it. I I'm, just don't get it. I'm having friends like they're replaying the whole thing on Twitch like beforehand, just getting stoked about it. And I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm nowhere near that excited for it. No. Absolutely not. I'm more excited to just see how gorgeous it's going to be and which, how much things have changed. I'm not excited for yeah, the story I'm, of it. I'm really excited for, like like you said, the moment-to-moment gameplay, the yeah. combat, the traversal, especially, like, going through these different environments, like, especially underwater sections. Oh, it's going to be so sick. Sound really, really cool to me. Yeah. What Like, what the world has in it to reward, to reward me for exploration. Yeah, totally. I, I'm a little worried about uh, February, dude. I have, a, I have a couple games to finish before 
the two weeks of Horizon coming to my doorstep and yeah. Elden Ring coming to my doorstep. How are you going to finish Persona 5? It's it's not <laughs> happening before these two. I'll tell you that oh, much. Oh, I know. I was kidding. <laughs> I had a, I had another friend playing Persona 5 yesterday. I'm like, damn, I really got to get back into this. I, I love it. You played like an hour. I did. I played about an hour. <laughs> it was great, though, the yeah. hour that I played. I loved it. Okay. Cool. All right. Next up, we got first details on From Software's rumored new Armored Core leak. Vincent, you don't know what Armored Core is, but let me educate you. Educate me. Through this article. Dark Souls and Bloodborne developer From Software used to be known primarily for its work on uh, Armored, the Armored Core series, the mech action franchise that once saw multiple releases per year on PlayStation platforms. That's crazy. But From hasn't released a new Armored Core game since 2013, which was when Armored Core Verdict Day hit PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. That will apparently change soon, based on leaked, unconfirmed details about the next Armored Core game posted by a member of the Reset Era forums, who says they saw images in early gameplay video of the unannounced sequel as part of a consumer survey. According to that poster, the survey included details about the new Armored Core's setting and story, which centered around an unknown substance called Malagna. Malagna. Something like Malagna. that. They could drastically or dramatically advance human society. A supposed story description reads, In the past, this substance had caused a cosmic ca- catastrophe on planet Bashtar that engulfed the surrounding star systems, and eventually its very existence was lost. Decades later, the Melange reduction, sorry, reaction was confirmed again on planet Bashtar. In search of the unknown substance that should have been lost, various speculations began to swirl. Various parties are getting involved. The government corporations cultists and no mercenaries the protagonist is one of them one of the mercenaries that let is. me ask you a question do you have a history with armored core i have a long history with armored core get get into it what do we got since playstation 2 hit me armored core is a game where i absolutely had no idea what the story was i didn't even know there was a story yeah all i knew all 10 year old james knew mm-hmm. was i get to build a fucking big ass mech yeah however i wanted yeah i could put whatever legs i want i could put legs i could put two legs i could put like spider legs i could put like tank tracks on it yeah. i could put whatever fucking legs i wanted mm-hmm. with big ass guns on the side sure and i could take those into battle i could even put fucking swords on those bitches mm-hmm. take those bad boys into battle yeah issue with the armored core games from back when at least this is my experience yeah for me a lot of fun to customize not a lot of fun to actually play. Okay. I, I think mech games as a whole have had problems in the past, like, retaining me. Like, remember that one on the Switch that was hyped up for a long time? Um, I forget the name of it, but they had, like, a free-to-play demo, and then it came out. You customized your mech and your character, and the gameplay was just okay. And it's the same. It's with, just like, a little slow. It seemed like a Transformers game. It took a while to get on their feet. But there are good Transformers games, don't get me wrong. But some of them are very slow. That's such a weird comparison. <laughs> no, it's the same thing. You play a big a big character that like moves around. Obviously, you can't fly and stuff, but it's the same kind of like combat type no, thing. No, it's not. You have guns, you can you got like it's like very slow moving but big things. But in mech games, there it's a lot more like projectile based. So sure. like in Transformer games, it's like typical third person where you like aim down sights and you shoot your gun okay but like armored core games are very much like all right i'm gonna set up this artillery shot from like 
80 yards away. Got it. And so I got to make sure all my systems are go That's before I make, fun. before I like make, it's almost like a, in a weird way, I compare it to like world of tanks. You ever play mm-hmm. world of tanks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's very similar to that sort of flow of combat. Okay. Cause you're going around buildings in the same way. And like, right. you just have big artillery that you're shooting around, like shooting through buildings, you know, Maybe transformers. You have volleys of missiles. That's a bad comparison. In my mind, it makes sense. More, they're just more like melee combat and Transformers. There's hardly any in yeah. Armored Core unless you kind of build out your um, your mech that way. So The copy continues, describing the new Armored Core as a third-person shooter mecha action title that lets you move around an overwhelmingly scaled map. I don't really know what that means. That represents a unique sci-fi world with dynamic mech action. Players will supposedly face challenging enemies and fierce battles, both long and short range, using guns and blades. Images, which are heavily watermarked, posted by Reset Air member Red Licorice, show desolate cities, ruined buildings, and other bleak-looking environments where a variety of mech types are doing battle. The rumored description of the new Armored Core promises a high level of customization, letting players build a mech to suit their playstyle as previous Armored Core games have done. If you don't know James, you know James is very passionate about mechs. Okay. And customization. And customization. Those are two big hallmarks. <laughs> and me. from software. So, like, I really don't see this being bad. I, I just don't see it being a miss for James. I just want it to be a little faster. Yeah. but I just want it to be a little more dynamic. What did they say? The last one came out in 2013. We are now... 2013. Leaps and bounds, like, technology-wise beyond 2013. That's true. Who knows what could what this could bring? I'm I'm just so excited. Like we're years to see out. See what it could be. Yeah. But I might be disappointed, Vin. Absolutely. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. There's always a chance because the thing is with mech games, you always have these bullshit parts. <laughs> okay. You're customizing your mechs mm-hmm. and you're like, "All right, I got my guns and I got my gun." But then you have bullshit parts like radar, mm-hmm. like fucking like shield generators and shit like that that you have okay. to like kind of like weigh the value of. Yeah. And I guess like that's typical even from game from software game because you have to like worry about like in Dark Souls you have to worry about your poise or you have to worry about like your equip load. Yeah. So you can't have these rings on because this ring is too heavy and you're like, why the fuck is a ring like uh hindering my equip load and making me over encumbered? Okay. But it's just a big ass ring. Sorry. So you think that those elements will be inside of this game? I do. I, I think some bullshit elements are going to be there. It wouldn't be a from software game if there wasn't a little bit of bullshit. Sure, sure. But like you kind of grow to love the bullshit. Yeah, it'll have its own charm. Game. I think it'll have its yeah. own charm. I just yeah. I can't wait to see like what this game's actually going to look like. It's going to be exciting to see. It's so exciting, especially because it's I, we've never seen it on this high level of hardware before. No, not at all. It's crazy. I guess the only comparison would be like a Mech Warrior game yeah. on PC. Which, I don't know. I haven't even seen any footage of that recently. It's a very niche audience. Some people yeah. have like full keyboard, oh, like yeah. full setups for Mac Warrior. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, guys, if you're watching this segment on YouTube, feel free to hop on over to audio platforms to listen to the full episode or become a member on YouTube and watch the full episode right here. Well, bam. Thanks, guys. Well, bam. Finn, you wrote- have here. Holy shit. It's happening. I think this has big implications. It might not, but I think it does. Okay, here's what we got. Sony is pulling PS Now retail cards from UK retailers. This comes from VentureBeat. 
Games in the United Kingdom will no longer have the option to buy a subscription to PlayStation Now at UK retailers. Beginning Friday, January 21st, retailers in the country will have to pull PS Now cards from their shelves. This is according to messaging that it's going out to stores like Game This Week. Oh, I guess stores that sell these, I guess. That was an interesting way to write that. Here's how the message from oh, Game Leaders... Game is a, is a retailer. Oh, Game is a retailer. Got it. Okay, obviously I'm not from UK. RIP. I'm sorry. I apologize, UK listeners. Uh, here's how the message from Game Leadership reads. Quote, stores have until the close of day Wednesday, the 19th of January to remove all POS and ESD cards. Point of sale. <laughs> point of sale. It's not a piece of oh, shit. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's POS or point of sale. Not... No, it is. No, not... Yeah? I don't know. PlayStation Online Services? And then ESD cards? What's an ESD card? I don't know what an ESD card is. I really should have looked at this before I put it in. Uh, From all customer-facing areas and update their digital bays in line with this week's upcoming commercial update. Here's where it gets crazy. PlayStation Now is Sony's cloud streaming and game subscription service. It hosts hundreds of games, but currently stands apart from Sony's other gaming subscription, PlayStation Plus. But... A recent report from Bloomberg claims that Sony has plans to merge PS Now into PS Plus. That idea would be to make everything PS Plus while offering different tiers. The move to end the PlayStation Now subscription cards is potentially a step in the path of the eventual merging. Okay, And I saw some in the comments... I saw people in the comments like this is bound to happen in the U.S. like any day now too. Like they're just pulling them from UK. Maybe wait a couple weeks. They'll pull them from the U.S. Um... And also, PlayStation Now is not available in Australia. Another fun fact right there. Really? Yeah. Like, g- generally? G- generally. Never yeah. has been? Never has been. Never been available Weird. there. Hmm. Thoughts? This is fucking huge. I think then, so too. I thought this was folklore. I thought this was all mythology. That Sony was gearing up this Xbox Game Pass competitor. And while I always wanted it to happen, I never thought that it would actually see the light. And then this could be the first step of Sony stepping out of that tunnel into the light. Yeah, I I think you might be right. This is Sony is deep and dark in the cave right now. Okay, and yeah. Xbox is bathing in the sun. And okay, well you know this is this is so funny because I have a friend who is like kind of an advocate for PlayStation Now. Oh, there always he is. Loves it. There's always a couple. I yeah, and like I don't get it. No, I. People like it. It works. Well, to be fair, PlayStation Now isn't a terrible service. Not anymore. They're, Not anymore. They've given it value now. They just need... I think it just needs... As it is right now, it just needs more games and you need the ability to download those games to and play them offline. It needs better marketing? It, it does need better marketing. It's very poorly marketed. It's not marketed at all right now and there's no reason to believe... Like, as a average consumer... I mean... I'm the, And from sony's perspective yeah. i mean where it is right now why would you market something that you're gonna overhaul exactly in this coming year you know what i mean why would you pay money for Jeez. marketing 2022 is a huge year for we thought 2021 yeah. was a big year for like games and stuff like that i think huge. 2022 is even bigger it's huge. i can't wait we can't wait to see more dude oh my gosh and this kind of goes into wow. the next thing too uh yeah you can microsoft has decided to discontinue all Xbox One consoles. So this comes off of the news that Sony decided to ramp up PlayStation 4 production to counteract PlayStation 5 console shortages. Yeah. So they're like, all right, you know what? If people can't get their hands on PlayStation 5, they need to get their hands on something. 
on the flip side, Microsoft has discontinued all their Xbox One consoles, Xbox, uh, Xbox One X, Xbox One S, Xbox yeah. One base model, all of it. So uh, the software giant originally discontinued the Xbox One X and digital Xbox One S ahead of the Xbox Series X launch, then quietly stopped manufacturing the Xbox One S at the end of 2020, leaving retailers to sell out their remaining stock. Quote, to focus on production of Xbox One X, Series X slash S. Yeah. We stopped production for all Xbox One consoles by the end of 2020, says Cindy Walker, Senior Director of Xbox Console Product Marketing, in a statement to The Verge. So they quietly stopped. They just said, you know what? Like They haven't been in production for two years now. I, I don't know why. I mean, I get it. Trying to... They're like I don't know, trying to up production of the new of the new next generation. But here's a question for me. Sorry, yeah. finish your thought first. Well, I just think it's weird that when the next generation came out, the price of last generation went up because the new generation was so hard to get their hands on. Um, and so it doesn't make sense, I guess, to completely discontinue this. I would just continue making like the highest level of the X, like the Xbox One X. That's the highest Xbox One. Maybe continue making that, but not make obviously the original Xbox One or Xbox One S. I guess. So, like, in PlayStation terms, it would be, like, continue selling the PlayStation 4 Pro, but not the PlayStation 4. Yeah, but I guess that doesn't make sense either because the PlayStation 4 is... No, because you have the 4 Pro and the Slim, which are different price points. Yeah, they should absolutely just discontinue their base PS4, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But... And I would say even the Slim. Um, well, but I would even say, option. like, this is... I guess it is the cheap option. But I think this is really interesting because... I mean, I don't know how actual production of these yeah, me neither. works, but don't they also require the same chips or are they the chips that are involved in the chip shortage exclusively for the next gen consoles? It's got to be the same chips. It's got to be That's the same what chips. I'm thinking. Yeah, I so why would you like it seems like a further waste of resources yeah. to go back and spend those precious chips on the last gen. on last gen consoles? Yeah, totally makes sense to me. I don't know, but what I do know is cheers to 2022, baby, and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use our code strictlycasual for 20% off and free shipping. James, tell me about. Great. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you're using. I'm not starting off the new year right, Vin. What's going on? I came into 2022 with the 2021 bush, and wow. that's just the fact of it. That's a problem. Have you? It's a big problem. Have you remedied that problem? I have not remedied that problem. You got to get on which that today. Which is why I made the resolution, Vin. Yeah. I vow. You know what? I'll say that I yeah. vow. Every month, we're taking a trip to the car wash. Wow. I, yeah. know, I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking a trip to the car wash. We're doing full service, baby. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. You Guys, get... inside the Performance Package 4.0. Sorry, I'm just going to go through this. You're good. Part. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. The advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks to on your delicate nuts. Got to keep them clean. Got to keep them safe. You sure do. It also comes equipped with a 4,000K. I don't know what that means. Uh, no, I mean, like, what does the K stand for? It's uh, LED spotlight, 
that will shine a light to the promise land 2022 looks to be. It is a promised land. It's your white the gaming industry. It's your Kelvin. Oh, it's the... Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Grooming routine isn't complete without applying crop preserver and crop reviver before showing off your 2022 self. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. To complete this set, Manscaped threw in their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs as free gifts to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. And the new product that needs no introduction, the ultra premium body wash for Manscaped solves all three for the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine. But in the shower... I shower every day and hope you do too. Amen. This body wash smells great too. It's cologne infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. Kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year and use the best tools for the job. Whether your resolution is to work out more or travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with the code strictly casual. Cheers to new balls in 2022. Cheers to new balls in 2022. But that moves us on to God of War P. C reviews okay god of war launched on pc yesterday it is out it is available and i only have two here because i love it i don't love it i felt no need to just put a bunch of people's thoughts because it's all the same and these two really wrapped it up so this is like the review roundup from GameSpot because GameSpot just does a great job of it every single time so the first one is polygon recommended and they say or ryan gillen quote says God of War on PC is more than just a great visual upgrade for an already stunning game. It's the best version of one of the best games ever made. Perfect for replays and first run throughs alike. Wow, that's a very high praise. Read this next one. It's even higher praise. Now that P- this is, comes from Video Games Chronicle, Jordan Midler. Now that PC players can finally experience 4K visuals at a rock solid 60 frames per second and beyond... Playing God of War on PC feels like you're watching your favorite film on pristine film print, having only ever viewed it previously on pirated DVD. I love that. That's that's great. That's great. I'm that's like when we that. tried to watch Casino Royale uh, pirated. Remember that? That's a whole thing. That was a whole that's thing. A whole thing. Now I have the 4K on Voodoo. Love to see it. Much better. Love to see it. <laughs> Analog Next pocket. Up. Oh. You want it? You take it. You take analog pocket, baby. <laughs> okay, analog pocket reviews. This comes from Tom'sGuide.com. All this has been out for a few weeks. Most consumers are just now getting their hands on their pre-orders. The analog pocket is the greatest retro gaming handheld ever made. Is this a review or is this from Analog Pocket? Sorry, this is from Tom's Guide. This oh, you're right. This, this is, is a review from, from Tom's, Tom's Guide. Guide. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Is the greatest retro gaming handheld ever made. That's insanely high praise. For retro gaming enthusiasts that have been modifying old Game Boys with modern LCD displays, stop what you're doing. Analog solves all the pain points of dealing with classic hardware by bringing an elegantly designed handheld that does pretty much everything an enthusiast could want, but better. But better. It's honestly so rare to see a company completely fulfill communal desire. And using the analog pocket for the better part of two weeks, I could feel the level of dedicated dedication put forward by its designers something that often that's often indicative of products by apple but even then apple often holds back on obvious features only to introduce them in future iterations overall the analog pocket has very few shortcomings an oled screen would have been great but the lcd screen is still solid bluetooth controller connectivity dock to the dock could be easier but it's but with enough tinkering it works and the cost of the dock at 99 dollars is a little steep I believe the analog Peaceful. pocket itself retails for uh, two nineteen, like two hundred nineteen bucks. Okay, 
these small quips aside, Analog has made a tremendous gaming handheld, one that nine-year-old me would have been both in awe and tremendously jealous of. 22 years after I put my hands on the first Game Boy Color, I can't help but appreciate that same feeling of awe by the Analog Pocket. Finn. Yeah. Is this you? Are you the consumer audience for the Analog Pocket? Could you see yourself buying one in the near future? If I had kept all of my cartridges, because you put your cartridges in, it's not like you're downloading emulator things. Right. It emulates <clears throat> from your previous like collection. Mm-hmm. I, I think as a kid, I had no idea how much I'd want to replay those in my 20s and things like that. And so I would just sell them back and get a new game and things like that. Whereas like now I have a good idea of games that I keep. Like I know I'm going to keep this disc of God of War because I know I can pick it up digitally eventually. But like I like... I want the physical copy of this and I might need it down the line. I don't know. But there's other mm-hmm. games where I'd sell back immediately. I regret selling back all of my Game Boy games and my stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very cool. It's not for me just because I'm not huge into replaying those right now. I guess it just doesn't have a big space for me uh, yet. I don't know. But eventually down the line, I could definitely see myself getting this. It looks gorgeous. The design is so sick. Um, people are just literally raving about it. I think the dock is really cool. So being able to play this on a bigger screen, um, and it's really cool. Just, yeah, I think they got a lot of things right with this. Um, but I've been seeing tons of stuff on Twitter, people getting them and super stoked about it. So I just thought it'd be good to add a little review in here. Um, just cause it is a lot of people's things. It might not be my exact thing, but it is a lot of people's things. Yep. This is my buddy. Gabe is a huge retro game collector. Yeah. So he has his N64 set up. And that's like he so he loves Nintendo consoles. Yeah. And so he loves being able to play things on virtual console. And this is like the like he's like, this looks really nice. He has a Game Boy that someone installed. It's uh I think oh, it's sick. you charge it via USB C. Okay. And uh it has an IPS LED panel. Whoa. It, so it's super bright. Yeah. Um and it's a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. But I was telling him about the analog and he was like, Oh, like it's great but I already have this Game Boy. Sure. And I'm like, man, I still think for someone like Gabe, I think they can still benefit from this because of the dock and because yeah. you don't just get Game Boy Advance games, but also Game Boy Color games. You can sure. Play on it as yeah. well. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's sick. I don't know. I, I I can see myself getting one down the line. I just, right now, I, I don't necessarily need it. But sure. Um, I think it's super cool. Super cool. I don't think I'll have. ever buy one myself, but again, I don't think I'm the target audience. Right. Exactly. Next up, Kirby and the Forgotten Land trailer drops uh, and gives you details on abilities, co-op, and a March release date confirmed, which is sooner than everybody thought because it just got revealed in September, which is wild. It's uh, pretty crazy. This comes from Game Informer. Kirby and the Forgotten Land was just only announced back in September last year, but thanks to a new trailer for the upcoming game, we got new details. Kirby and the Forgotten Land was revealed as a spring 2022 game, which could have placed its launch uh, during any of the year's earlier months, but today's trailer reveals that it will be released on March 25th. That's just around the corner, and it seems like Nintendo is ready to reveal even more details about the game. With a gameplay trailer that showcases Kirby's copy abilities and the new co-op feature uh, that will be in the colorful, seemingly post-apocalyptic title. Quote, Join Kirby in an unforgettable journey on a delightful 3D platforming adventure, the trailer description reads. Explore on 3D stages as you discover a mysterious world. Inhale enemies to gain copy abilities like the new Drill and Ranger. Use these skills to save the kidnapped Waddle Dees from the Beast Pack. You can also bring along a second player to control Banana Waddle Dee and take on the forgotten world. James, would you like to be my Banana Waddle Dee? (laughs) 
I would love to be your banana waddle I'd be honored. Breaking down some of the copy abilities we spotted in the trailer, it looks like Kirby can become a mage of sorts, a tornado, a hammer-wielding fighter, fighter, which Kirby can use to open up new areas, and of course, a sword-slashing warrior. As for what else was shown in the trailer, we also get a better look at the open-world-esque Forgotten Land. While it doesn't appear to be completely open, we do see Kirby flying to different parts of the map, be it a city or a beach, landing, and immediately jumping into the action. The stages look quite big too, somewhere on the level from Super Mario 3D World and Super Mario Odyssey. We get a glimpse of an impending face-off between Kirby and Meta Knight, his ultimate villain. James, this game looks great. Finn, I'm a huge Kirby fan. Yeah. Kirby Superstar Ultra mm-hmm. was maybe one of the best games ever made. Dude. It's the best Kirby game. Sure. By far. And the thing about Kirby is as long as you have a good amount of abilities and people you can swallow, like it's pretty much guaranteed going to be a good game as long as, but the thing is these abilities have to be dynamic enough to where like all these Chain. abilities yeah. are different. Right. Right. And I am so excited to do this in like a triple a feeling like 3d platforming yeah. um, across these beautiful landscapes. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this. Good. Kirby games for me, when they hit, they really hit. <laughs> Vincent, have you ever played a Kirby game? The only Kirby game I've ever played is a demo on the Switch for whatever the last one was, and it was okay. If there is any way <laughs> you can get your hands on Kirby Superstar Ultra, yeah, you need for to what? play it. It, was, what I it came out one. for the Nintendo DS. So if there is ever an mm. emulator or something that you're like that allows you to play Kirby Superstar Ultra, you have to. Let's see for the DS. It's a perfect game. I'm trying to take a look here. Oh, whoa! That probably came through the. Uh, sorry, I was playing a little music from it, watching a little video. Um, oh, I didn't hear it. It looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Especially this floating enemy in this space, the sun thing. I don't know. That looks really familiar. Huh? huh. It's a great game. I'll have to take a look. Love to hear it. But yeah, people are raving about Kirby. So, or this new game. Yep, it's dope. And I can't wait for reviews to come out. Yeah. All right, everybody. Time for the best favorite part of the show, RFS, Stories Without a Story. Coming up, number one, Stalker 2 release date has been delayed to December 8th. It's a long time. That's a long delay. When was it originally supposed to come out? Uh, Seven months before that. I don't know exactly the date, but I heard that seven months was thrown around. Like, that's how long the delay is. So, Uh, summer? May. Yeah. May. Okay. Yeah. I could read the thing if you want. The the article or no. the, this. Why is this an RFS? There's two RFS. Never okay, mind. Okay. Uh, I can read it. Stalkers, we have made the decision to postpone the release of Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl to December 8th, 2022. These additional seven months of development are needed to fulfill our vision and achieve the desired state of the game. Stalker 2 is the biggest project in the history of GSC and it requires thorough testing and polishing. We are convinced that development should take as long as necessary, especially in the case of such a project. Great mindset. This decision is not an easy one, but we are doing the best possible to deliver you a game that can live up to the expectations. With more information, updates, and showcases coming, we have an exciting and important year ahead. Thank you for your patience and understanding. With love, GSC Game World Team. Let me throw a wrench in here, James. What if NFTs were such a core feature of the game? And so when it was met with community backlash, they're going to need seven months to remedy that and replace it with another mechanic. 
I wouldn't be surprised. That would be so funny. I I can't imagine that that is really well, what I, it is, but I remember from what they were talking about with yeah. NFTs, it doesn't seem like it was a central primary experience. Like NFTs weren't a part of the primary experience. It was yeah. more like things you would it was more uh like opportunities for people to take advantage of NFTs as secondary yeah. or tertiary things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm glad they're delaying it though to get the full they're trying to deliver the best game they can. And you know what? Oh, me Power too. To you. I don't think this is the first delay we'll see this year. I also don't think God of War is coming yeah. out this year. You don't think God of War is going to release this year? No. Hmm. As much as I want it to. We don't have a release date yet. You're insane. Well, I we guess... Got tw- we got we order... Got, we got 2022. That's all we know. Yeah, we got 2022. I, I don't know. Release, I could totally see releasing it at the end of 2022. Like a December release date or something? Yeah. How about December 8th with Stalker? When Stalker's buried. <laughs> Rip. I think I, my official guess for God of War is October. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think yet. We'll see. Okay. Uh, moving on to RF, uh, more RFS. Fortnite will be available on iOS via GeForce Now. That's interesting because previously you're not allowed to play Fortnite on iOS anymore. Right. What a decade. Or what a time. What a time. <laughs> that took up like an entire summer of news. Was yes. Uh, Epic Games case. But what a time when in high school, I would have Fortnite on my phone and we'd be playing in high school and then go home and play more Fortnite because that's how it was. Yep. Rip. Welcome to the metaverse, baby. Welcome to the metaverse. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus gets 15 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, the room I can't is wait to watch it. On this gameplay. I, well, I just looked in the comments because... You know, YouTube disabled their dislike button, so I couldn't get a gauge there. Mm. But some people were like, this is such a huge leap forward in Pokemon and things like that. And then I just saw the next trailer, like, this looks terrible. And so I was like, I, I don't know. I'll have to watch the trailer and make a decision All for right. myself. But. We'll see. Dying Light cuts down from 500 hours to 20 hours. Okay, basically Dying Light last week said, yo, our games takes 500 hours to complete. Strap in, baby. And everybody was like... And everyone was like, no. Who the hell wants to play a five-hour game? A 500-hour game. Hour yeah, game. a five-hour yeah. game. Uh, but because of all the backlash, they released another thing that said it only takes 20 hours to beat the main story, 80 hours to do the main story, plus all the side quests, and then 500 hours if you want to max out the game with all the main story, side quests, choices, and endings, checking every place on the map, every dialogue, and finding every collectible. So good on them for clarifying because that would have been... No reviewer's going to want to pick that up if they're going to... if. They need like half of that even to review the game. No shot. No, 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 no. No shot at all. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 95 of Checkpoint. Then let me ask you one more question yeah. before we start, before we end this. Mm-hmm. What is a game that you were looking forward to playing this next week? If you could put a pin on a game, you're like, I want to play more of this next week. What do you want to play? Like a game I'm already playing or a new game that's coming out? Either or. Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait to play more Final Fantasy VII. I can't stop thinking about that game. Do you know the big spoiler? Like the big event that nope. happens? Like the big death? I don't. Really? I, dude, I have no idea anything about the game. I need you. So. I have no idea. Someone's someone died. Gonna, you are, that's already, someone's going to die. That's the most spoiler I've ever heard of the game. Okay. I want you to tell me when it happens. Okay. I need a text or a phone call. I'll probably freak out. I'm really invested right now in the story. <laughs> like very invested. Okay. Okay. You might cry. I might. I'm I'm telling you, not even just the cutscenes I'm like paying attention to, but like 
the little quips back and forth that are like just while we're walking around, like I'm in every single one. Wow. There's like nothing I, happening. I, I'm not listening or watching anything as I'm playing. Anyone is listening to this podcast and wants to buy me anything ever, I refuse to pay money for this game what? because I, I missed it. Oh, okay, okay. No, because I missed it on PlayStation Plus because I was like, I'm never going to play it because it's just the PlayStation 4 version. You can't upgrade that one. But then Sony came around and was like, actually, just kidding. You can upgrade your PlayStation yeah. 4 version to PlayStation 5 right. if you got the PS Plus one. And I was like, fuck you, Sony. Sure. So I'm way too stubborn to pay money for it now. Okay. But... I will beg and plead. It'll go on sale. Everyone. You'll find it. It'll happen. I've missed the sale. It'll for go on this another month. sale. I'm so upset about it. <laughs> It'll go on another sale. Are, what are you looking forward to playing this next week? I want to get back into Near Automata. Mm, I beat right. the first playthrough, yeah. and I need to beat it two or three more times. Sure. Yeah. The A, B, and C, and D storylines or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Epic. I love That's it. it. Uh, what else? I think, oh, oh, I didn't, I started, uh, God, what did I start? The Pathless. I started the Pathless, mm. um, which is really fun so far. Very chill. Cool. Relaxing. Very cool. I'm really into it so far, but that's it. Great. That's all I've played. Oh, just kidding. I also started Far Cry 6. <laughs> I started Far Cry 6, which is really not great. It's really not great at all. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have more to talk about that later, but that's it. Alright, cool. Epic. Episode 95. Episode 95. See you guys next week for episode 96. Also, remember about the new membership stuff, too. If you want to watch the whole thing on YouTube, it's $2 a month. But if you want to listen to the whole thing on audio platforms, it's always going to be free. We're also uploading a clip. This week's clip is the Armored Core clip, if you want to check that out. Leave a comment. We love you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Outro time, baby. Let's get it. <laughs>